Hi, I'm Chris and welcome to In The Quiet, a space where we explore the rhythms and practices of spending time with Jesus. Today, I'm via Zoom with Dennis, uh, someone who I see as a real elder in our church and who I think will give us a really interesting insight into this topic. So, Dennis, welcome. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing well. It's great to speak with you, Chris, in, in this particular forum. And um, I'm looking to just see if I can share some ideas. I hope that will be helpful to you. Things that have been part of my spiritual kind of journey for a number of years now. And uh, there are quite a few years. I think must have over 40 years. But obviously, what I always say to people is that, you know, eat the chicken and leave the bones. You know, if you can take something from this that will be helpful for you, then you do that. But if you find things there that you couldn't use, then obviously leave that. Leave those there. But take the chicken, leave the bone. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Dennis. Yes, great advice. Um, so we're following our standard formula, which is the kind of when, where, what, and any tips. Um, so let's kick off. Um, Dennis, when do you spend time with Jesus? Do you have a particular place that you go to? Um, do you have a, yeah, sorry, a particular time that you do it? And what does that look like for you? Well, most of the time it's in the morning and it's here in my, what was bedroom, which is now being commandeered as my study now that my daughter has now moved on and is married. But yes, generally it's in the morning. However, I, I would say this, that yes, I have that specific time in the morning, but one of the things I've been developing over the years is that I take God into the whole day with me. So it's not like I just have my quiet time in the morning and then you know, I shut the door and off to work I go and, and, and I don't even think of God. But the reality is I tend to try and take him into the day, but the specific time I have is in, in the morning and it's here in my bedroom or, or study where I would sp- yeah, spend time, uh, you know, initially just talking with the Father as part of my normal daily routine. Love that. Yeah, I love that idea of um, it being uh, almost a like starting point, a bit of a catalyst, but yeah. actually that that, con- that continues throughout the rest of your day and yeah. definitely doesn't stop there. Um, brilliant. Okay, I- I've already butchered it and I've uh, asked the first two questions in one. So thank you for answering those two. So it's in the morning is uh, kind of your primary time and in your bedroom or somewhere familiar to you within your house. Um, yes. Brilliant. Are you a person who has a kind of prayer chair or is that? Yeah, well, that... I, I, I've got this. It's not a lazy boy chair, but it's a chair that uh, which is it's a very comfortable chair. And generally what happens is uh, that I'm able to swing the chair up and we've got a little bed in the corner. So I put my feet up there and I'll get my Bible out. And I usually have read through the scriptures and I've got my markers in there. And what I generally do is that I'll just swing around in the chair, put my feet up the bed, get my Bible and I'll turn to the Psalms. And before I start, I say the Psalms, or I'll read the Psalms, beg your pardon, I'll just say, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm-hmm. And I just quiet, and then I'll start reading. And I'll go into the Psalms and read through the Psalms, take my time through there. I usually have a highlighter pen, so if anything I feel that the Lord's prompting just wants to draw to my attention, I may highlight that. I'll read maybe five or six Psalms, then I flick over to the proverb, and I usually a proverb for that day. And by the way, if I don't manage to do it every day, usually I do, but if I don't manage to do that, then what actually happens is I'll pick up the proverb from the day that I miss. So usually a proverb each day, and then I flick back into the Old Testament, and I'm reading there. I'm in Nehemiah at the moment, and then I'm up in the Old New Testament now. I'm, I'm in 1 Peter, so I'm coming towards finishing the New Testament there. And I'll read through that. 
and just take my time as I have time so it could be that I'm reading it could be an hour just disappears there now most of you have to go to to work and to business and to commerce may not have that space of time but I do have that time so I'll, I'll read and just take my time and then after that all depending I just said sometimes I think you know I sense Lord wants to speak to me so I have a time of quietness solitude where I don't just launch into prayer I'll just be quiet now sometimes I have to wonder whether it's a soporific spirit has come upon me I and I'm sleeping but, but I'm in this period of just quietness and sometimes I just like to picture it that and this may be helpful to some people but not to others but it's like I'm just leaning on father's breast in my mind and I'm just resting there in that period of solitude and quietness I find that our society doesn't like quietness we find it difficult I always smile in the morning prayer there's a part where we say the prayers then it says a period of silence may be kept and it's very interesting some people they just rush straight over it but I purposely stop and I look at the clock which I've got in front of me and I think to myself how long can I hold this silence for I'd like to hold the silence for a minute because just in that silence, we're able to just be still. Yeah, you nice. Can, yeah, so you see what silence does. It, it just helps to focus you. So one of the tips I would say with people is have a period of silence in your, in your time with God. We call it a quiet time, right? But have a period of silence. Mm. Someone said, if you can count to 100, in your mind without distraction then you're doing well yeah but it's a good thing to practice just to be still just to be silent now sometimes after that period of silence am i going to prayer and maybe praying for my family as is or the you know family or any needs that we have or it may be we start to pray for the church or the nation or whatever political issues are going on these things you can pray for and it's just I'm having fellowship with the Father. I'm not just doing a quiet time. And sometimes in that time of quiet time, I may have a time of where having read the Bible, I will read a book at the moment. I'm reading All Things New, that book again. But I've been reading that and studying that quite a fair deal because I believe it has a message for us as, a, as the church that we, besides the, the fact that we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb Jesus and we've been restored, we still have a mission to change our society. And that's an important message that Peter's bringing through the book. So I'll be mm -hmm. studying that. So some days, not only will I just do some reading, I'll be working on a particular book. And I've been, re when I say study that book, I'm not just reading it, I'm highlighting it, I'm asking questions, I'm, I'm doing exactly what you're doing using the the five W's and the one H, I'm asking what is it or where is it or what's he say? And I'm writing into the book and I'm studying that and I might you know, do that for it maybe half an hour, etc. But it's a time where I go deep, I dive deep to use the, the conventional term into that book to find out what, to, to get to grips with what's being said. So some days I have a book on the, I have the word and a book that I'm actually on the go with. As I said, it's all things new, but uh, and then I have other books that uh, they may not be devotional, but they may be business, and I'm, and I'm reading those. And there's wisdom in those books. A book that I, I'm reading called it's, "It's Simple but Not Obvious," 
And in it, it's a, a leadership book, really. And it's got some great principles in there. So quiet time now moves into morphs into a, a study time. period of time where I wanted to get a, a grip of the uh, the whole book of the Bible. I've got a book about Nelson's uh, pictorial uh, overview of the Bible. So what I did there is, as I come to a book, let's say Nehemiah, I get Nelson's book out and I read the outline. And I don't just read the outline, I study the outline. So who was the book written to? When was it written? What were the main themes? What were the main issues? And I, I, I will study that and I'll have those written in the book and highlight the answers through that. So I've got a complete overview of Nehemiah and then I dive into Nehemiah. So your quiet time can morph into a study time. It can morph into a time where you read other books. And the key thing to remember is that you, God is in all of your life. And when you have that time in the morning, you, the goal is to take God into the day with you, not you leave God in the quiet time and rush off. So when you're in commerce and business and you're coming up against a difficult situation, you were reading that morning Ephesians chapter 6 where it says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood or against spiritual wickednesses in high places. And you think, hold on a minute, why am I getting this? Why is this not going well with this person? Then you think, aha, right, okay, Father, I just need you to break through for me here now. It's an arrow prayer like in Nehemiah, but you're there in the House of Commons or in one of the committee rooms there. And you just have a quiet prayer and say, Lord, I just need you. I need your wisdom here. Or And so you've, you've taken him into the day. You've acknowledged that he's there. Um, so, this, so that's the fruit of a good quiet time. That You don't just, as it were, isolate God to that space where you were, that you had your half an hour, 15 minutes. No, you took God into the day with you and you acknowledged him there. And here's the key thing. It's about a relationship, folks. It's not just about... I've had my quiet time, tick, to-do list. It's not about compliance. It's about relationship. And if that's the thing that I want people to get, because back in the day, particularly when I was growing up as you know a young Christian in the evangelical community, it almost was like a religious thing that you did. And if you didn't do it, you felt condemned. I didn't have my quiet time this morning. Yeah. <laughs> no it's more than that it's you recognizing as think back in genesis when god was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and a quiet time is walking in the garden with the cool of the in the cool of the day with god because that's what jesus came to do to bring us back into a relationship where we could walk in the garden in the cool of the day with the father just as adam and eve did before the fall and see a quiet time as you're walking in the garden, but you don't just see him in the garden in the morning and disappear. Uh, you walk with him through the throughout the whole day, and it's the knowledge of him of him in the morning that you take into the day with you, into the business of commerce or the business of the classroom or the business of the retail sector when it comes back. That's what we're looking at. It's about a relationship with God, and that's 
the thing that I've realized that why it's important just to read and to pray is so that you there's this acknowledgement that Father, you're here, you're with us and you're for us. And Lord, I want you to be fully involved in my life. And I'm acknowledging you at the beginning of the day, but Lord, I want to take you into the whole day with me for, to deal with all the issues that I have to deal with in that day, whether it's at home here, whether it's in the workplace, wherever it is, you are there with me. When I go out on the street and I go for my walk, whoever I bump into, and that's what we, you know, so it becomes supernaturally natural for us to yes a nice one supernaturally natural to just flow into the day with our father walking with god in throughout the cool of the day so there's yeah. some things there out of that kind of amorphous massive information there i hope that you could get some chicken and i hope you could get some bones and what i would hope is that these things that we call discipline spending time with god reading his word and praying these things become supernaturally natural to us and we want to spend time with God. That's why Jesus came, so that we could come back into a relationship with the Father where we could spend time with him. So I hope that's helpful. That's brilliant, Dennis. to kind of break it down then uh, I want to take us back to, to your room and I th just sort of walk through some of those things so you are in your prayer chair you've got your feet up on the bed you're it feels like quite a, a peaceful place you're doing the kind of the Jesus prayer the yeah Lord Jesus Christ have mercy on me that that moment of stillness before you dive into reading the word so you're reading through different parts of the Bible Proverbs Psalms Old Testament New Testament um, and in a, a, what feels like quite a kind of contemplative space. And then you're t taking time for silence after that and just for God to speak. Um, and then you're potentially engaging in a little bit more kind of intercessory prayer, that kind of a bit more meaty, getting up and, and shouting about things. Um, and then there's a space for study as well and going deeper into into a book, into commentaries, into more of God's word or into something that's just related to your life or um, related to the, the kind of work you're doing or whatever that looks like for you. Um, and then I think your really important point, which I loved, is that that picture of you know, the quiet time being this place where you begin your day walking with God in the cool of the day. But actually that, that continues throughout. Um and that you, yeah, through prayers of thankfulness, pr through prayers of, through kind of arrow prayers, um, through, yeah, getting to pray for other people throughout your day, you get to continue that journey with God through your day. And that actually the quiet time, this, that time at the start of the day with, with Jesus for you is that is a kind of a, a bit of a catalyst for the rest of your day. But yeah, Dennis, love all of that. There's so much in there. Um, if you were to, and I think you've already given us so much here, so um, there might not be loads more you can add. If there's kind of one tip or bit of advice, and it might be, like I say, repeating something you said already, that would help us to kind of get into good habits, get into, um, yeah, spending time with Jesus that enhances our relationship with him. Um, what would that look like? What, you know, what tips or advice would you give us? Well, the tips I would say is, if the Bible is central to what you're doing and you have a regular reading plan, that is a good discipline. 
because it's that's kind of concrete. So you know that you know you've got your marker in the old and the new and your proverbs. So have a regular reading plan because that that brings it together. Because once you've got that, you say, okay, well I know what I'm reading today. That's no different to the liturgy that we have in the old in the Church of England. The Church of the liturgy is the Bible. If you read it, it's the Bible. So the Bible is essential. Have a regular reading plan. It's good to have a place where you do that. Um, where you, you you go into that space and once you go into that space you know you're going into the zone so have a you know regular reading plan have a place as where you 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 go into the zone as it were have prayer and a regular time in the morning and let me just say something it's good to have a regular time but if you miss the time it's not the end of the world there's some days i'm not able to do that but i still take god within me into the day because i think you know as i get up the first thing i say is thank you jesus and as you get older you say that more <laughs> <laughs> right so yes yeah, so you know a regular reading plan a regular place those are the two tips that are helpful they give you some something concrete to work with and then learn to listen learn to listen to god's voice learn to learn solitude solitude wasn't something that was big or the evangelicals were bigger but i would say leave you know after you've done the reading leave some space for god to speak to you i in the early days i would do my reading and zoom i'm gone but leave some space for silence for solitude little tip turn off your mobile phone or keep your mobile phone in another room because if the thing keeps bleeping all the time, it's a distraction. So one of the things I do is I just turn it off. So I'm not distracted. Turn the technology off. Keep it out of the way. And as I said, have a reading plan. Give God some space. You know, after you've done the reading, it's a tip for him to, week, to speak to you. Have that time of silence. You will find it very beneficial. We've had so much talk about mental health. Let me tell you that if you spend time with God, in his word, pray, have solitude. The word ministers to you in your spirit, soul, and body. So if you have anxiety and you have solitude, God can speak into that. Having a time with God on a regular basis will keep you in a better place to face the issues of this life that cause stress in our lives. Because we can bring them to him who says, you know, if you are anxious, by what? Prayer and supplications make your needs known to the Father. And in that place of prayer, in that place of solitude, in that place of quietness, we're able to do that. And this is a means of grace. It's a means of grace. And mm. as we come, we receive grace and we receive mercy for our time of need. And the Father is always wanting to walk with us in the cool of the day. Brilliant. Dennis, thank you so much. That's been so fruitful for me. I th I've taken... Um, a lot of things from there that I'll try and implement into my um, routines. But thank you so much for your wisdom, for your time, Dennis. Um, and thank you to anyone who's listening. And um, we'll be back soon with another interview as we continue this journey together of learning more about spending time with Jesus. See you then.